From the Boulder Ballet Studios in Boulder, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to Raising the Bar with Boulder Ballet, and we're here with Emma Michaud and Matthew Helms. Emma, Matthew, you've been pairing for a long time, but uh, you really just paired up for Nutcracker three days ago? Hi, George. Thanks for having us. Yes, uh, Emma and I have danced together for, what, the last eight years? Yeah. We've known each other as uh, dance partners at a different ballet school. I was her first partner in a Nutcracker, and you fast forward to this Nutcracker, and we literally were told a few days ago uh, that it might be happening. One of our dancers was unfortunately injured in some of the rehearsals, and now... Now it's up to Emma and I to step in. Uh, my my uh, partner was the uh, newest dancer in, in the company, Gianna. Uh, her and I had been rehearsing for quite some time, and it was really unfortunate and saddening to hear about uh, her injury. And uh, Emma and I today ran it for our third or fourth time. Yeah. So we will see how Tech Week goes next. But yes, we've known each other for that long, and we go from... Prince, was it Snow King, mm-hmm. and Clara, to now the Sugar Plum and her Cavalier. Yeah, it's been quite the progression. <laughs> oh, that's right. So you did get to dance together in last year's Nutcracker, which wasn't a live performance before the video. Yes, absolutely. Um, we did the Sugar Plum pot de last uh, season's Nutcracker with the school. Um, and for that one, we we rehearsed it for two days before doing it for the video. It was kind of... Maybe like an hour each day. It was kind of a, a very fun but last-minute addition to the show. So I don't want to be insulting or anything, so don't take this the wrong way, but, I mean, this is like sports or anything where someone gets injured, you have to step in, and, and that can be a real opportunity for you. It is definitely very exciting to get to dance a little bit more, um... But also just, I feel like it's good to try and put on a good show no matter what parts you're doing. And I'm very grateful to have the opportunity to get to do something that I've always dreamed of doing, which is doing the lead in a ballet. So I'm very excited. And what's this like for you, Matthew, to, uh, sorry, I almost called you Matt. I know that's not what you like to be called, Matthew. (laughs) (laughs) uh, What's this like for you to be able to perform with someone who you first partnered with so long ago as her first partner? Absolutely. You know, for me, being with this company for the last 10 years, doing the same storyline of Nutcracker at Boulder Ballet, um, and always wanted to have the Sugar Plum Cavalier role. Uh, It's usually just the Prince and Clara telling the whole story. This year, we actually have a Cavalier. And number one, that's been a dream of mine to do for the Boulder Ballet. And to now do it with a partner that literally we started out together at one school, and now we're in the company doing lead roles. I mean, you can call it fate. You can call it just coincidence. But, you know, some things happen for a reason, and I couldn't think of a more fitting way to actually step on stage as a Cavalier and to have a better Sugar Plum as someone who was one of my first Claire's. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So, Emma, I was fortunate enough to watch you and Matthew today, and uh, I have to say it looks like you've rehearsed a lot more than four days. (laughs) You guys looked great. How do you learn a part like that so quickly? 
Well, I was very eager to learn this role just because it's so good um, as a ballet dancer to work on the principal roles, even if you're not doing them, just for your own improvement and just to make sure that you're staying in shape in case you do end up getting to do that role maybe in a future season or if you do a lead role in a different show. Um, so I was working on the variation and the pas de deux a little bit on the side, just on, on my own to make sure that I was, you know, still getting the benefit of learning and I was trying to listen to the corrections from the other couples and just take in the information even if I wouldn't necessarily do it on stage. Um, and so I feel like that definitely made it a little bit easier to step in to the role. But then also it's nice because Matt and I do have a very comfortable partnership and so it doesn't feel very difficult to step into any choreography with him because we can understand what we're trying to do pretty well. So. I spoke with uh, Gavin and Gabby last night about yeah. two new dancers coming together and how you build that trust. You guys have already had that. Yeah. So coming into the role with a partner that you do trust and well, Matthew could catch <laughs> Matthew could partner anything or anybody. <laughs> that is the joke that we have in the company is that Matt could partner anything. I, I would run it. And you has. On my stilts, and, <laughs> and I know you could catch me. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. <laughs> so, Matthew, what's this like for you? Uh, again, not only do you get to pair with Sugar Plum, um, but you actually get more solos as a Cavalier. That's true. Uh, I'm, and I can't imagine you not liking that. <laughs> you, then you know what my answer is going to be. You, you, you know my answer. Yes, uh, I've been looking forward to it. You know, I think my first year in the company, we had the Tarantella music, which is the Cavalier solo, uh, and it was shared by the prince, and at the time was the dignitaries or whatever the uh, little uh, dancing boys were, but it was shared. So, you know, that was one little thing that happened, but it never got brought back. It was just taken away, and we just stuck with the Padada and the Coda, which was a solo each for the two principal couples. But for now, uh, at this moment, it just feels right. You know, uh, as I travel around to different states doing guestings as the Sugar Plum and Cavalier, uh, it's always a part of it. They always have the Tarantella and the Coda, it's a whole nother level of stamina. It's a whole nother level of, okay, we just finished this two-minute, three-minute pas de deux. Job's not over. You can take her off the stage, but now you have to walk around and now get ready to, jam, you know, to jump and turn and dance. So it's, it, it just feels amazing to be able to finally, and I can say that finally, to be able to do this solo as this character on stage because the Cavalier and Sugar Plum are totally different than the Prince and Claire. You know, we have a regal sense. This is our kingdom, you know, so we have to have that quality. That romantic feeling is a little bit different as a Sugar Plum and Cavalier as opposed to Prince and Claire. So we have to make sure that uh, the elegance, the quality, the look and overall style of these two characters has to be different than what we would be normally doing, which is Prince and Claire. So multi-part question for both of you. Uh, what's it like after you do a solo how do you recover quick enough to get back out there and push yourself really hard again? Because I, I know that's exhausting. To be honest, I don't know. Just something inside of you just is, for me, I just get this 
sense of excitement that like, oh my goodness, it's not over, I get to keep dancing. And so even if I'm tired, usually the excitement kind of takes over and helps me find some energy. But honestly, I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, nerves, you know, you always get uh, little butterflies before you step on stage. So those butterflies are always with you throughout and those butterflies turn into energy. Yeah, so energy, um, you know, that sense of wanting to see how today goes, you know how yesterday went, so you're always trying to self-improve. You're always trying to take steps forward. That's another one that helps me. Um, when you're on stage, you really don't think about how tired you are. Sometimes you almost forget because you're just so wrapped up with your partner, with the audience, with the experience. I mean, look at where we are. We're stepping on stage in a full-length ballet during all that's been happening. You know, the last thing on our minds is, I am tired. I am out of breath. No, you know, and I, can, and I think I can speak for Emma and I that the more time we spend on stage is our home. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. and so the last thing we're thinking about is, wow, I am tired. I am sore. All that will come in later. <laughs> so last question for you both, again, uh, until I think of another one. <laughs> Is everything you're doing up there choreographed, or do you get to have any input of your own when you're doing your solos? Um, I think there is definitely artistic freedom and license in which version you choose to do, but I think pretty much every time that we do it, it is the same choreography. It's definitely varied couple to couple, just based on what flatters and suits each couple the best, but um, I try my best to do the same thing on stage every time. <laughs> Obviously, if mistakes happen, then you adjust. But um, I, I do my best to do the same thing every time. Yes, uh, absolutely. You know, when I was working with uh, Gianna and then working with Emma, you know, there are slight differences, you know, uh, turns, uh, placement of the ballerina. Those little things are always going to be there. But... Everything else is always the same. Uh, Choreography-wise, yes, there is some differences between all the male uh, solos that people will see, but we do have the, the choice to, well, I, w I would like to try this, and then we get coached on it. Sometimes uh, we get to pick what we want. Sometimes we don't, but that's just because all of our staff members and, their, and the artistic staff know what looks best on us, and they're there to help us uh, and put all the puzzle pieces to one. So whether it's a pas de deux, that might have some differences, uh, the male solos, the female solos, you know, uh, we do have that freedom, but at the same time, uh, it's all coming from the uh, staff here. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, anything else you want to say? I told you I'd come up with one more question. <laughs> <laughs> um, just that I'm really excited to do Nutcracker and to get to do the full production after waiting a little bit longer than usual. Last year was the first year that I didn't do a Nutcracker in front of an audience since I was a really little kid. Mm -hmm. So I'm just very excited to get to be on stage and do it again this year. Yeah, uh, same for me. You know, Emma and I, we, uh, we were casted as the Prince and uh, Sleeping Beauty. Mm -hmm. uh, we were supposed to be one of the elite couples in that. So we had just started gearing up for that. We were maybe the first or second week into those rehearsals and we were running it. We were at that point where we just knew each other. We you know, knew the ballet. So we were at that point and then COVID happened and then here we are again. Yeah. You know, so 
super excited, you know, uh, just can't wait to get back on stage. And like I said, uh, all of my hearts and feelings and love and support go out to uh, Gianna. Uh, she and I will still be dancing together on stage. So um, I'm, I'm also looking forward to that. And then also looking forward to tearing it up with Emma as well. Matthew Helms, Emma Michaud, thanks very much for joining us. Boulder Ballet's 2022 edition of The Nutcracker will happen at Vance Brand Civic Auditorium in Longmont, Colorado, Friday, December 3rd through Sunday, December 5th. Go to boulderballet.org to sign up for your tickets before they sell out. They're going fast. For Raising the Bar, I'm George Thomas. <laughs>